1: Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast Round 20-2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who has been fired as the Goal Review Operator at Adelaide Oval. It's Adam Rosenbarks.
0: Uh, afternoon, Michael. Great to be joining you. I am uh, currently looking for work. Um, I was employed, as you said there, for the, as a the Goal Review. Now, the thing is... You don't really get called upon a lot during an AFL game to, you know, to do the goal review. And so it was late in the in the in the game last night, the the showdown in Adelaide. And I'll be honest, with access to so many TV screens, I had switched across. Now Jem was showing a movie called The Shawshank Redemption. Now, <laughs> I I don't know if you've seen this film. I'd not seen it before. I've never, never heard it.
1: it. I've never heard of it before.
0: Yeah. Well. I I don't want to spoil it too much for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it got really close. So as the game was kind of getting to the end, I'm like, "Oh, this game's over," and I was uh-huh. really getting into it. There's this uh, prisoner called Andy DeFree, uh-huh. and uh, he has orchestrated a breakout from the prison.
1: Right. It's a little bit and like so, uh, like like Brian Lake uh, in Out of uh, Japan in Osaka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot like
0: that. It was almost like that. That's what I was thinking. I I put Brian Lake onto him. I projected. And so I was like, Will he get out? I wonder what will happen. Because what had happened was he'd uh he'd organise his post. Anyway, I don't want to get bogged into yeah, the yeah. weed.
1: Spoiler, spoiler.
0: Yeah. He he was carving up these little uh, little chess pieces. It was it was very he's very clever. Anyway, he was starting to smash this rock into this sewer pipe, and then the little uh, alarm went off, went, eh, I think there's been a, a goal kick, but we'd need to have it looked at. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a quick look. Now, People said that I only spent 23 seconds on this and that wasn't long enough. That is an eternity when you're looking at every available uh, camera view given to me. I looked at, uh, like, um, there was about six different angles I had. There was one, like, uh, from the stands, from the back of the stands. I looked at behind the goals vision. That wasn't uh, conclusive. So I went, well, clearly... It was the umpire's call to goal. It's like, I just press yes, goal. The little thing came up through the thing. Everyone, everyone you cheered. So I thought I'd done the right thing <laughs> at the ground. And it turns out that um, uh, this guy called Ken Hinckley was really pissed off with what I did. Yeah, fair enough. And he complained to the AFL and um, they sacked me on the spot.
1: I reckon, you reckon it was the point?
0: You know what? When you look at it at full speed... It looks like it takes a slight deviation. Yeah, and, yeah. and when you slow it down, as they did, you know, looking back at it for 23 whole seconds, mm-hmm. you actually make it worse and you can't tell that it's deviated enough. But when you watch it at full speed, it looks like you go, something's different about the trajectory of that ball.
1: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And Josh himself thought it was actually a point. He thought it hit the post.
0: Well, he said after the game he was doing an interview and he said, uh, my grandma told me not to fib. And mm. so I actually thought it was a point because he was, he was calling the Adelaide players back to set up for a behind, for yeah, a kick-in. Which is a fair, a fair kind of...
1: I, I feel if you kick it, you know what it is.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm inclined with, to agree with you on that. But I just think, how, how can you decide... How can you look at every piece of vision in 23
1: seconds? Yeah, sure. Like, they, they, they do have a bit more time than that, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, like clearly the AFL have gone, mate, we need it we need it to happen quick. We can't <laughs> we stop. We need it fast. Yeah, we, we can't stop a game. So he's got, say there's six camera angles, he's spent maybe not even four seconds yeah. on each one. He's gone, no, it doesn't, look, oh, it doesn't look like it. No, I can't tell. can't yeah. tell. Oh, fuck, it's a goal.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so Ken Hinckley came out after the game and said it was an absolute disgrace. And he kept saying... It didn't cost us the game, but you know that what he meant was, this cost us the
1: fucking game, (laughs) and we would be sitting in the top four if it wasn't for this stupid fucking review system. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, Adam, uh, uh, did you go today? Come on. What happened today? Blues, Giants, did you go? The home of football. Oh, to see my beloved Giants? Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 second team. Yeah, I, I was torn. I
0: just, I, I couldn't go there, and you know, knowing that I used to support Carlton for a little while, and now I'm on the Giants, I was just too torn. You know what? I decided. I just thought, I haven't got three hours of my fucking life to give up to this piece of shit game, and I was vindicated. Carlton lost by 105 points. We gave G GWS people were saying, "Oh, it's a huge percentage boost," but it doesn't matter for for the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch had it at a all? Right? Draw, it? I watched the first quarter. Okay. And then I was away from the telly and so I was watching the updates on the AFL app and uh, it wasn't pleasant. Ah, Come on, man. I feel for you. Do you? Yeah. What do you feel? Like
1: When you lose hope, that's when I feel for you. Like, <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Like the idea that you kind of don't want to go and watch your team down the road. I feel for you. Yeah. If I, if it, I could it, it, hug you from, from Rod Carter Studios to Wayne Jackson mm. Studios, if I could hug you, I would. Is this a virtual hug? Yeah, a virtual hug. Let me wrap my arms oh, around you. Mate, can I uh, virtually tell you to fuck off? <laughs> it,
0: was, um, it was interesting as I was kind of following it online and flicking back uh, between like the work that I was doing in the AFL app is that uh, the Giants had at one stage, I think they had four injuries, so players that weren't going to come back on. Yeah. And then they were doing rotations anyway. So they were bringing two players off. So there were times when they were running with 16 on the field. Oh, shit. And yet, yet still. <laughs> oh, God. They kept... Rapidly increasing their lead. Oh, but also, as one of my mates pointed out, Carlton only had twelve AFL, uh, you know, ready players on the field. Like we had a lot of a lot of spuds getting around today. Gotcha, gotcha. So, he, but again, uh, Brett Delidio, the lids, the man who once famously put a uh, key in tuna. Mm. He did his ha- He did his uh, his uh, calf again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Old oh, man injury.
0: It's not good, is it? He's just, uh, you know, he's he's his time's running out for, for lids.
1: I mean, for a dude who showed up to a club wanting to play a flag, I mean, mm. A, the former club went on to win that flag, and, yep. yeah, he hasn't been able to get on the park that much. How often do you, think, do you reckon he thinks about that? Well, he talked about it last year Been a bit kind of, uh, he regretted not texting or calling people kind of quicker. Yeah. Because uh, he was a bit kind of, yeah, I kind of fucked up here. Well, uh, it was a
0: bit little bit, um,
1: you know, mopey
0: about it and why wouldn't you be? Like I'd be I wouldn't I still wouldn't uh acknowledge it. I wouldn't talk to any of those blokes. I'd be like, Fuck you. How dare you? You know, the the year that I leave is the year that you finish thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. Now look what you do. You pack it fucking dogs.
1: And also let's not forget what he gave up back in Melbourne by the fact that my mum and dad live two doors down from him. So he mm. gave up some very quality uh John and Barbara uh some lovely neighbours. So he gave up that Uh, people people don't uh, people don't talk about what he gave up. They don't talk about John and Barbara enough (laughs) about what he gave up in Melbourne.
0: How do you you don't know what they're like as neighbours? You you know them as parents. You know them what they're like to live with, but they could be complete assholes. Like I imagine, I can imagine Barbara out there late at night putting shit in people's recycling bins. It's not recycling. uh That's the kind of person. Like judging by your character, that's the sort of shit I reckon your parents would get up to. Maybe they probably have
1: that he um that he actually left Melbourne because of John he, and Barbara. He was like, these yeah, fucking
0: neighbours, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. He was sick of all the cars being parked in the street for the <laughs> swingers' parties that were being held at John and Barb's.
1: Yeah, he was tired of my dad going, Mick, Mick, um, just put on the last 10 minutes of the 2013 prelim. Just put it on. Just put it on. Yeah. Essentially, that's my job.
0: That's what you do, is it? Now, hey, mate, we've got a live show coming up.
1: Dude, September 2, day after my birthday, 4pm at the European <laughs> Beer Cafe, trybooking.com. we got Bob Murphy, we got Andy Lee joining us. It's going to be massive, and more to come as well.
0: Yes, definitely more to come. Tickets are moving quite solidly too, so thank you to everyone who's uh, purchased a ticket so far. It's uh, it's going to be a fun afternoon. It's the bye week, it's Father's Day. What better place to take your dad than to see... If he, if your dad doesn't know about the show, bring him along. Bring him along, because wouldn't he just... Wouldn't it be wrapped just to see two men swearing in front of children and just going, "What is this shit?"
1: I think it'd be kind of cool though. We could because we have the last few years; it has been on Father's Day, hasn't it? So I think it's like a, a nice little Father's Day tradition that we're building up.
0: Oh, in in years to come, when you know fathers and sons are bonding and they're just like, "Remember the day that we went to the." Went to the Junk Time AFL live show. Remember last year, there was a young fella in the in the front row there with his dad. So the kid was that's probably right, what, yeah. 10, 12 years of age. And oh boy, did he hear some language that uh, <laughs> he would have been in the drive home. It would have been, you don't tell your mum what you heard tonight. Okay, <laughs> Keep that to yourself. So that's the kind of stuff you can expect when you come to one of our live shows. It's going to be a fun afternoon. So uh, as Michael said, trybooking.com, search on Junk Time. And, uh, yeah, 2nd of September, 4pm at the European Beer Cafe.
1: Now, Adam, what a round of football we've had so far.
0: I, it has been, like, you know, everyone's made the joke that, oh, we've got to, we can't change the, we're still going to change the rules because, you know, it's been so shit. It has been, possibly, I can't remember a better round than this one with so many eight point games and so many close games
1: and people being brought back into finals calculation. It's been awesome. I'll run it through it quickly. We had like a three point match. We had a four point match. We had a three point match. We had a three point match. We had a two point match. Um, and we had a 105 point we match. Did have, uh, yeah, yeah, we did have that. Uh, we currently
0: you, know, you, you, you need variety. You can't have <laughs> you can't everything change close. It up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, people go, oh, I can't cope. And then they watch <laughs> the Carlton GWS game and they go, oh, no, I can cope. You can get. You know what that game does? It means you can get shit done around the house
1: we um we have we're currently going into the third no second quarter of the eagles and dockers with the eagles about 28 points up about 7 minutes into the second
0: yes and about uh, 2 minutes into the last quarter of the um, gold coast melbourne match and melbourne are up by 74 points at the moment but that doesn't matter melbourne are fourth now and west coast can't move out of second so that's the live ladder it's locked
1: and so friday night had a bit of the uh if it can bleed, we can kill it. About it, in terms yeah, of like and the, the the aftermath was the fact that they all talked about the Tigers being beatable by the fact that Geelong didn't beat them, but they are beatable. Yeah, did you did you think that? So Chris Scott came out and said,
0: you know, it's not it's not a it's not a formality that Richmond are going to win, you know, the the flag. And he said they are very very beatable. Sure, we didn't beat them. Yeah, but, but they're we're, beatable. But we, we could
1: have, yeah. If we wanted to, I, we could have.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, had we not, you know, had they not been so good to get out to a five-goal lead that uh, you know we couldn't, we couldn't reel in. Yeah, yeah. We could have beaten them.
1: I did find that. Funny. I mean, had um, although had Gary Ablett although, kicked I mean, that goal. Sorry, go on.
0: Had Gary Ablett kicked that goal, we we definitely, you know, they wouldn't have kicked another one after that. Guaranteed, you know.
1: Oh, well, definitely, and that was the classic case of if you're uh, if you're. Uh, Auntie was the uncle. And what happens then? What do you do to her? I'm not quite Ken. sure. <laughs> yeah, <Someone> okay. <laughs>
0: is, that, uh, is, is Chris Scott saying that for the benefit of his players? Like, do, do they walk away going, ah, fuck, we, we, we lost, and then they hear that, and they're like, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. We could win. We could beat Richmond, even though we're ninth and we're not even going to be playing finals. We could
1: still beat Richmond. But don't you think, though, to yourself, like, I feel like this... Top eight is pretty volatile. And if we had an eighth come and win it this year, I wouldn't be surprised. I think this is probably the year
0: that uh, this is the most even I've seen, say, the top yeah. 12 teams, I reckon. Yeah. And this is exactly what. So basically, what I'm saying is from here on in, I reckon the other six teams should disband. Mm-hmm. We go back to the current 12. Who are a top twelve, so they don't know. But all of a sudden, uh, Fremantle, Western Bulldogs, and Kilda, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Carlton, no longer exist. Okay,
1: gotcha. I'm with you. We
0: we'll go back. We we'll go back to a twelve-team uh, comp. It's fully national still. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, there's no one in Queensland. That's a shame. Bad <laughs> luck. You didn't fucking earn it. And we're back to a twelve-team comp. Twenty-two means no one's compromised. Everyone plays each other twice. You know, no one goes, oh, it's unfair to get, you know, Carlton twice. You go, well, it doesn't happen anymore. 12 really even teams. Uh-huh. Back to the good, the
1: good old days. The good old days.
0: Back to the good old days. Plus, you get a lot of uh, quality talent that's, you know, running around with shit teams. Now injected into these top teams. Uh-huh. I think we're next year, 2019. What a season.
1: You've hit on something. Mm. So we had the uh, Hawks take on the uh, Bombers yesterday. Four point win we to the Hawks. I must admit, I did shout a lot. And expect mm-hmm. a complaint from my neighbours very shortly.
0: It was uh, it was one hell of a game, wasn't it? Especially Essendon came out of the blocks, and you went, "How far the bombers? They mm. are back." James Hurd was right. Mm. Hurdie knows what he's talking about. Mm. And then as the game went on, you went, "Hurdie's a fucking idiot."
1: <laughs>
0: he said that they could win the flag. The man, the man's lost his marbles. <laughs> So how did you – did you think at stages, were there were there uh, a couple of stages there where you thought,
1: oh, we're gone, we're not going to win? I was pretty confident kind of the whole game. Like, I felt kind of confident that we could kind of reel them back. Um, yeah. And then it kind of became that, um, you know, last-minute thing where I think they kicked a goal with maybe 15 seconds to go. And so yeah. you, you just hope, more, you know, hope they don't get out of the middle and, you know, get that one more kick. But I think uh, I, was, I was quietly confident most of the match, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean and Essendon, when they were on song, they really did look good, but uh, you know, Hawthorne, they were they were really good uh, as much as it uh, you know how much it hurts me to say that, Michael. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for it sure. It really <laughs> hurts me. I tell you what though, Brendan Goddard as um he he made a few errors after the game, uh, during the game yesterday, but straight after the game cuz he's he's a uh, what would you say it, a uh, contributor yeah. for the Herald Sun. prolific writer. He is a prolific writer, and just because he's playing on a Saturday afternoon doesn't mean he can't find the time to pen an article for the following day's uh, paper. Mm-hmm. And he still managed to do that. And uh, there was a couple of interesting things that he wrote that are in today's article. One of them said uh, he looked up at the scoreboard at one point and thought, I bet everyone at home's enjoying the game. Isn't that amazing? Really? Take time out. Take time yeah, to out just to kind up. of think
1: about the people watching it on Fox Footy.
0: Yeah, he just thought, I bet they're all at home. It doesn't matter who you are. Good on you, BJ. You might not even have skin in the game, but you know what? This is a spectacle. Uh-huh. He's, got, he's got time to reflect. Yeah, yeah. That He's like, because uh, Scott Pendlebury, uh, Pendlebury, he played
1: basketball? No.
0: Seriously, he could have chosen basketball. Anyway, it means that he's got more time than others. And what I'm saying is that clearly BJ does when he's not berating his teammates. He's got <laughs> enough time. To look up to the scoreboard and think, "Fuck, what a, what a great game! What a great spectacle! Oh, is that a goal that someone's kicked? Fuck, I should <laughs> I should uh, probably focus." And he says, "And this is what I love." He talks about himself, you know, because he made a few errors yesterday, and he's not afraid to bring them up yep. and put them down on paper. He says, "Um, uh." For us, it wasn't that enjoyable at all. And as a defender, it felt we had little time to set up the way we wanted behind the ball. So he's talking, you know, Hawthorne are obviously putting uh, some pressure on. He goes, that doesn't excuse some of our, our skill errors and blunders. Yep. One which I made as I overstepped the goal square line in the final term while kicking out. That's right, yeah. And he says, what was it? Five centimetres over? I'm tipping a lot of those don't get called, but it happened... And the fact is, sport can be a game of centimetres at times. So what he's saying is that a lot of times, the umpires, they let that shit go. But all of a sudden, when BJ does it, they go, Mate, mate,
1: mate, mate, mate.
0: Yeah, I bet, even though everyone's enjoying it at home, BJ, gotta call it. I'm sorry. It probably happens thousands of times a game. We never call it. We always let it go, Brendan. But this time, mate, did you see that when he kicked
1: out? I did, yeah, yeah.
0: It was halfway over the fucking line. Like he says, <laughs> he says it's only five centimeters. It's not like the line is 80 centimeters
1: thick. It's like about 10 centimeters. Yeah, You're halfway sure, over sure. your dickhead. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You should have, a, you know, you try not to do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he says the incident resulted in a Hawthorne goal, but it was one moment among 18 kick-ins on the day. You go, yeah, but it costs you a fucking goal, mate. <laughs> the other 17 kick-ins were totally fine.
1: <laughs> you fucked up your goose. <laughs> Why are you really haven't gone harder, BJ. Well, he says the reality is that while we have to keep
0: winning, we're still in a pretty good space.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Man, this guy has an uncanny ability to deflect his own mistakes. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, we lost by... What did they lose by? It was like three points, four points. Three points. So even though it was one in, say, 18 kick-ins, it was one mistake on the whole day, they lost by... Less than that margin. So you pointed
1: the finger at BJ. He's the problem.
0: As someone who was enjoying the game at home, can I just <laughs> say that, that that made it even more fun for me, watching a Brendan Goddard mistake go back over his head for the maximum uh,
1: maximum cost. Hey, uh, what do you think about Sam Mitchell popping back over to Melbourne? He's a fucking... Oh, so what, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm coughing.
0: Fucking Sam Mitchell. He <laughs> is... Tell me there's... Let's go through. <laughs> All right.
1: Tell me there's a, a shitter bloke no, in football no, at the moment. No, I would defend him to the hilt. Particularly if he comes back to Hawthorne. And they're talking about, you know, maybe like there's like a four-year plan. He'll hang around Hawthorne for a while and then take over. Um, slip into Klyko's spot. Beautiful. So basically... Down. What he said is
0: he's come out this week. So he's doing the book tour. Yeah. He's written. He's he's uh, he's got a book out, and uh, he's come out and he said during the book tour, I need I need to get back to Melbourne, mm-hmm. right? And he said uh, we've got to play. He's played the family card, and you can't you can't pick that apart. That's that's the new uh, it's the new get out of jail free card. He's gone. The wife, she's homesick. She wants to be back amongst family. She needs people to get around her, mm-hmm. and you go. We well, can't begrudge you that.
1: Yep. West Coast are uh, they're begrudging. They are. So I think they say he has two years left on the contract. Yeah. And they go. Uh, I think. I think the latest that they have is that like they go like, okay, you can leave, but we need money from the club that you go to.
0: Yeah, or else they said. So, so here's the thing. So he wasn't homesick when he was still getting a really good pay packet to keep his career going. He's like, oh, Perth. No, that sounds fantastic. Huh. Cuz otherwise I would have been I would have been home surrounded by family and friends, which is what we want, but I wouldn't have been getting the paycheck. <laughs> and I I don't I don't need to be around family and friends cuz there's
1: still half a million dollars on offer. Fuck the family. But Fuck he, the friends. That's the thing though. He would be getting half a million. Like the if this get get paid really well. Yeah, exactly.
0: And now he's got 2 years to go. And what I love is West Coast have gone oh, yeah, all right, you can go back to Melbourne, but uh, you know what? You're going to work out of the Docklands in our offices back home. Yeah. And he's going, oh, nah, <laughs> nah, that sounds fucking shit. <laughs> and they go, we've got some filing back there that we need done and uh, we've got a lot of vision that you can yeah. watch.
1: Yeah, and, and by the way, you're the, you're the boss of uh, Name a Game, so you got to mail out the <laughs> Name a Game. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. We've got all the shit jobs that uh, belong back. He's gone, Nah.
1: Yeah, so I reckon he'll come back, and uh, I suppose it depends where he'll go. But I imagine Hawthorne's the uh, the front runner at this stage. Well, no, I'm hearing uh,
0: also Carlton. Oh, okay. Uh, I think a lot of teams are heavily into him because they they love what he the way he thinks. Yeah, sure. Uh, obviously, teams need an arsehole in their assistant coaching ranks, mm. but because he has a really close ties with Brendan Bolton.
1: Oh, really? But, you they're, know, they're tight, are they?
0: Well, from his from their time at, because uh, I think he was a midfield coach, perhaps when he was at uh Hawthorne, Yeah, sure. Brendan well,
1: Bolden. I mean, would Brendan really want Sam Mitchell to come in? By the fact you go, well, that's the guy who's going to take my job. uh but you know what it'll come down to if I if I know Sam
0: Mitchell, uh, it will be the club that fits him best by offering him the most money. <laughs> <laughs> So do you, do you think it's right that uh, the team that takes him has to pay West Coast out? Because it's not really their fault, is it? It's Sam Mitchell who wants to come back.
1: Oh, no, you're right. So he, sh- he right. should
0: salary sacrifice that, shouldn't
1: he? Uh, who did I talk about? No, what I read was I think they someone had to pay for Hinckley when he got picked up. And
0: and also no, uh, Rocket E. Uh, you're right. Gold yeah, Coast yeah. Suns yeah. had Rocket Gold Coast yeah. Suns had to pay uh, yeah, Collingwood. Collingwood. Yeah, because he was the head of coaching or something. there. Yeah, know, so and they went, oh, I think Hinckley maybe
1: came from the Suns, uh, and maybe the Suns had to get paid a bit of money to yeah. from Port. Yeah, yeah. So do you, do you think that's fair enough? I kind of do actually. Question. I kind of do. Yeah. Like by the yeah, fact I, like, I'm with that because the, you you kind of can't stop a guy from going. You know, like they all want to be a senior coach, and you kind of feel yeah. like you, you you shouldn't stop them from being able to do that. But you also do want a bit of uh, payback.
0: Do you think he would make a good senior coach? You've seen him as a player, and he's obviously a gun player. There, there's no doubting that he's one of Brownlow. who's very good, even though Clarko said he didn't play very many good finals yeah, yeah, in the yeah, late yeah. 2000s. But uh, he's obviously a gun. Do you think he
1: would make a good coach? I presume, but I don't know for sure. I, I can't really tell that. Um, and I do love the idea that you are asking that question with your hatred for Sam Mitchell, and it's really coming. Yeah. it's really coming through.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I did put it to you without notice. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for that. But uh, I, you know what? I think he will make a great coach because, you know, some they, they say that coaches need that kind of nasty streak. They need to be a bit of an arsehole. Mm-hmm. And I think there is no man better suited to being a complete and utter count than Sam Mitchell so I, I think he is a coach in waiting I, I don't think he'll wait the four years if he does go to um, and if he does go to Hawthorne I don't think he's going to wait for the four years for, uh, Clarko to hand over the range because because if I know Sammy Mitchell he will
1: jump out of that contract quicker than he can dish off a handle. Hey, pretty interesting. Uh, Tom Lynch uh, basically ostracised by the uh, Gold Coast uh, leadership group.
0: Oh, I mean, you know, they would have been as shocked as all of us, Michael, when they found out. that they, they would have been devastated because he hadn't said anything. In their heads, he's tossing it up. Is yeah, he going to yeah. stay? Is he going to go? Didn't he's still a captain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, even though Liam Pickering's not his manager, he didn't know either. <laughs> so... To find out, they would have been blindsided. They would have expected, like most of them, would have been going, "Can't wait to get Tom Lynch back next for round one next year." Yep, yeah, fired up. We, are, yeah, fired up. He's had his uh, knee surgery. He is going to be as fit as, and you know, sure he's been down to Melbourne and yeah, he's he caught up with Nathan Buckley and has chatted to Richmond, but that's just. That's just him, you know, as a restricted free agent, just seeing what's out there. But he's going to stick
1: with us. Uh, uh, Why wouldn't uh, he? More courtesy than anything. Like Not like, yeah. not like yeah. I'm into it. It's like courtesy. I'm, uh, you know, Bucks yeah. has called me up. Why not have yeah. a chat, you know? But like I'm, a, I'm not like a, going anywhere.
0: Like a Tinder date. We'll just catch up for coffee. If anything <laughs> comes of it, then yeah, okay, maybe we'll have a second one. But, I, uh, you know, I'm just I'm being nice. I don't want to let these guys down. They seem like nice blokes.
1: And then they took the captaincy off him. And it got a bit volatile in the uh, in the leadership group meeting.
0: Yeah, so he, which is really strange. Like, he went into the club to explain himself. Like, why does he have to do that?
1: Yeah, true. You just
0: go, he's already left. They go, all right, can you come and have a chat? You go, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Nah. I might pass on that because uh, how's this going to go well?
1: But then also kind of a bit like, why do you need to come in and be like, uh, hey, guys, I'm leaving the Suns. And they're like, oh, why? And you're like, well... Have you seen our <laughs> past? <laughs> like this is what people do. We leave. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, does the idea that uh, I'm telling you this in a portable is is that not good enough reason for it? You? Uh, you know how when we're at the games, uh, and we kick a goal, we can still chat each other and and hear each other. We can talk, and you know, there's there's like maybe eight thousand people. You know how when your family goes, can you get us tickets to the game? And we say, yeah how many do you want <laughs> you know that yeah yeah you know how we've had like uh four coaches that have never done very well we've never played finals uh-huh. yeah, probably that uh-huh. probably that yeah <laughs> yeah you know how at the start of this year we didn't play a home game till round 12 <laughs> you know how we uh have sold games to uh both <laughs> perth and shanghai yeah, yeah. yeah. you know yeah. you
1: know when you go to you go to Shanghai Airport and they stamp your passport. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't want to be here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know how uh, no one in the Gold Coast, you know how we can walk down Cavill Avenue and I'm six foot eight. In November.
1: Yeah, and no one, no one knows who I am. All the people from Victoria have moved up to Cavill Avenue for that week. Yeah. The school is weak and still yeah. don't know who you are.
0: Yeah, even then. You know how the only good time we've had at this club is that time that Carmichael Hunt took us out <laughs> uh, to play golf? That's the only reason that I would want to stay for this club. They got rid of him. I don't want to fucking leave him. <laughs> you know, I think that because uh, they stripped him of the captaincy, mm. I, it's it's a bit weird that. I, I'd like to see it like um, – it's not like, you know, in the movies where, uh, you know, when the, when the cop – the cop goes rogue and they hand in
1: your badge. Give us your gun. Yeah, yeah sure, sure.
0: Or, you know, in the, in the movies, you know, they, they rip your, um, your your stripes off your, your uniform in the army or something like that. Yeah. I want something physical to happen to him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, do they derobe him in yeah. the middle of the ground? Like, he has to walk, walk out of the club naked. They strip him totally. Strip him of the captaincy
1: and his dignity, Michael. It's pretty full on, though. Like, to, be taken, to have the captaincy taken away from you is pretty full on.
0: Oh, do you reckon it is, though? Like, the thing is, um, because he's not going to play again this season because he's out injured. So it's a little bit weird in the fact that you go, he just goes, oh, I'm leaving. And they're like, oh, well, you're not going to be captain. He's like,
1: eh, I guess. Well, I wonder kind of too as well, like, uh, by the fact that, that he is injured, like, does that affect the price at all that he'll get? Well, they reckon he'll actually be on less
0: to come back to any Melbourne club. Okay. So, because obviously the Gold Coast can pay a little bit more because he might get some ambassador money up there. Yeah, gotcha. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to be at a lot of clubs at uh, in Victoria, they'll have to, like, back-end his contract. So he'll get not that much in the first couple of years yeah. just so they can fit him into, you know, salary caps because I can't imagine many clubs that he's been talked about going to, which are Collingwood, Richmond, and Hawthorne. Yep. They can't afford, yeah. They can't afford a million bucks in the first year. But you know what? It it has kind of pointed out, and I hadn't really thought about it that much before, but this free agency stuff is pretty fucked. When you think, if you're the Gold Coast, say say goes to Richmond, right? Richmond just go, hey, do you want to play for us? He's like, yes. And then they don't have to do anything except find room in their salary cap. So they're going to have to dump a few players to make that happen, or players are going to have to take cuts. But as a team... They don't have to do anything and the gold coast go oh we lost our best player for nothing like they get an extra pick they use on a kid could work out may not work yeah, out sure, it's sure. a
1: pretty it's a pretty shit system yeah 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 i feel like the i feel like the uh the payback is not fair enough
0: no and the fact that uh what if melbourne got pick 3 for james frawley and sydney uh hawthorn got pick 19 for for buddy yeah 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 it was, it's a fucking disgrace mate not
1: quite right yeah Hey, tell me yeah, about so Nathan it's just a really Freeman. Racism.
0: Nathan Freeman was drafted by Collingwood, I believe, in 2013 National Draft. So he went in the same year as the Bonts, uh, Jack Billings. There were a few of those players. Uh, even Tom Boyd was in that draft. Yeah, cool. And he has pinged his hamstring that many times. So he was picked up by Collingwood at pick 10. Kept kept doing his hamstring. And they went, oh, this isn't working out. And he went, oh, I want to get out of here. So he went to St. Kilda and then kept pinging his hamstrings again mm. And so he played his first game on the weekend, which is an absolute uh, fantastic effort for him. You know, they're pretty excited. But here's some of the shit that he had to go through to get there. Uh, They were saying in this article that St. Kilda's physio uh, had to miss the 2015 Trevor Barker Award, so their best and fairest night. Um, Because Nathan Freeman underwent a secret medical with the Saints before they dealt with him in the trade. No way. Yeah, so they, why did it have to be that night? Like, was that during, obviously during trade week? Fair enough. But they, so he's,
1: they've gone, mate, can you do it tonight? He's like, um, I was going to have a few froths. But also we know, like, the Trevor Barker medal is the night of nights of football. Yeah, exactly. And they've
0: made him, it said here he missed uh, most of it. So does that mean, like, he (laughs) rushed it? halfway through.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, up. you're fine, mate. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel a lot of pain in my left hamstring. No, no, mate, you're fine. You're fine. I've been around a long time. You might. You're fine, yeah, mate. Yeah. You're fine.
0: He's get, he's getting texts. Where are you, mate? Oh fuck. <laughs> fuck, no, no. you'll be you be alright, mate. You'll be alright. And then so he kept uh, so he's he was going really well for Sandringham, the feeder side first and killed her. Yep. And then kept pinging his hamstring. So he went to see uh, world renowned hamstring specialist, Dr. Hans Wilhelm muller Wolfhart. Now, right, so I think this is the guy. This is the...
1: the calf's blood into. A... Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So he did Max Rook yeah, back in the day, yeah. I believe. Uh, and he works with Bayern and Munich. And what I love is so in the guy's office. So he's worked with Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. He's got a pair of uh, spikes that uh, that uh, Usain Bolt had worn. There's a photo of Michael Jordan in there. Is amongst uh, Boris Becker, Diego Maradona. Oh,
1: perfect. Ah, oh, who's who?
0: Yeah, and both Ronaldo's, but also.
1: Uh, Bono and Luciano Pavarotti. <laughs> no way. Now, who knew that those two had hamstring issues? I mean, Pavarotti was a brilliant high jumper. And he... <laughs> I mean, he should have won gold in Munich. He should have won gold in Munich. I do remember that when he pinged his hammock <laughs> as he was just about to take off to do the... Because uh,
0: he was a great exponent of the uh, Frosby The, the flop. Frosby
1: flop, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. Luciano was all over it.
0: Yeah, and so uh, they call him Healing Hans. And so basically... Uh, he got back uh, from that, and then this is how dedicated he was, Michael. Mm-hmm. So you say, you say footballers, you go they're lazy. You've often called them uh, weak fucks, yeah, low dogs, to their, yeah. to their faces. So uh, Nathan Freeman did rehab on Christmas Day.
1: Uh, of what? What? What day? Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. The man. most. The, the most sacred day of all.
0: Yeah, I, I would say so, because it says here his program fell on Christmas Day and we said to him, mate, you can have it off. Uh-huh. And he said, well, if the program falls on that day, then let's do it. Yeah, gotcha. And that- So not only not only did uh, Nathan Freeman ruin his own Christmas. He, ruined, he ruined some other fucker's Christmas as well,
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: it was like, oh, I'm going to go in. They're like, oh, no, you don't have to. <laughs>
1: Take a no, day no, off, no. mate. No, I'll do it. No, <laughs> Nathan, no, no, don't
0: freeze up. Freeze up, don't. Don't worry, mate. Don't have to. Nah, nah. Nah, I'll go. I'll go.
1: Yeah, good so on then,
0: him. Good on him. So then they're down there. You reckon it was like a 20-minute session?
1: I imagine it'd be pretty quick, yeah. Because it'd be like, uh, look, mate, Um, you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here pretty quickly.
0: But he did want to be there. That's how dedicated Nathan Freeman was. And that's what I love about him. I can't believe you've never heard of Nathan Freeman. He's an inspiration.
1: Well, I've been looking at the uh the Nathan... Freeman bio here on the uh, St. Kilda website. Uh, oh. Most inspiring movie, Happy Gilmore. Is that right? Oh, see, that that probably got him through the
0: tough times. You know, he's sitting there, he's training by himself, laugh, and he's like, yeah. yeah, and he goes, oh, I eat shits like you for breakfast. Oh, you eat shit for breakfast? And then he's like, ha, 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 good one. Good
1: one, Happy. <laughs> favorite, this is good. I'm back out there. Favorite holiday spot New York. Favorite, uh, best concert. Hey,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you, is that like, do you ever need to say that? Like, who says that? It's,
1: nah I, I don't really like i hate him, new york man. yeah yeah uh best concert attended too many to pick don't know that band they might uh, have a few uh so
0: you reckon you reckon nathan freeman so this is where i i doubt his dedication if he's going to so many gigs there's a lot of stairs at concerts mm-hmm. he could get he could get his uh his boogie on <laughs> i don't want that i don't want that from a guy whose hamstrings just go fucking twang Every 10 seconds. I don't want him going to gigs. And I certainly don't want him going to too many to choose.
1: Great use of the word boogie, by the way. Thank you, mate. Uh, Apps you can't live without. iBooks. Well, is that right? He's a bit of a reader. Okay. Paper toss? What's paper toss?
0: I reckon it's like a game where you throw paper into a wastebasket. Okay.
1: And SUPS app. SUPS? Yeah. Supplements? S-U-P-P-S app. Oh, that's, mate.
0: That's, uh, that's Stephen Dank territory. Really? I think, I think he's giving himself away here. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, it's like supplements. So to be like he's on the uh, the protein, if you will, and then there's a little AOD-964 and some
1: thymosin Beta 4. Is that what the app is for? I'm looking it up now. But, yeah, I think we can safely say that um, uh, Nathan Freeman um, is a dirty little drug cheat. <laughs> Yeah, I would say... i would say I'll confirm like I that 100%. Would, I would say that uh, app is accessed through the darkest of dark webs. I'm looking at the app now. I'm trying to find it. Anyway, we'll find... Anyway, you're a cheat. Freeman, you're a cheat. <laughs> That's the only way I could get back out
0: there. Just quickly, the Sydney um, Collingwood game, another cracker. Another player goes down for Collingwood. They are having no luck with oh. their, in their hamstring department. They need to talk to... Uh, they need to talk to Nathan Freeman's people because they had Darcy Moore
1: go down as well. Mate, you talk about it. Like they, they talk about the, 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 all the papers like um, naming teams of players who can't play as opposed to who can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. So in, an amazing game. Buddy Franklin has two shockers. Everyone writes him off. They're saying he's only trained 20 minutes for the season. Yeah, yeah. And then what does he do? He goes around, kicks six, basically wins him the game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did you see... Uh, Tom McCartan's goal to win that game.
1: Off the ground. Like, not even off the ground, like, lying down off the ground.
0: Lying down, got it to boot. It was almost like a drop kick and then it just got over the line. It was fucking incredible. Another
1: one of the great games on the weekend. And I admire the confidence of the umpire who just went, no, I'm calling it. And uh, if I was that umpire, I'd be like, oh, I might need to check this upstairs, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that that's what we love. That's what you want from the umpires. But another player that's not playing because of his hamstring injuries, the old double hammy, Adam Trelaw. there was an article on him. He
1: is uh, coaching his old uh, junior side, Noble Park. Uh, Noble Park, yeah, yeah. Heading down there on a Sunday morning. Pretty cool. Yeah, could you imagine...
0: When you're a kid, if one of your heroes, if you're a Collingwood supporter, like say Dude. for you, yeah. uh, if you were you know running little Michael, little Michael Chamberlain running around, yeah. and Chris Mew comes down, he would have been one of your heroes, yeah. Yeah, Chris Mew,
1: great. Because yeah, you're you're a dower fuckwit as a player <laughs> were <you? laughs> But um, that'd be incredible. That'd be great. I saw on um, uh, social media today they had um Jack Gunston was doing uh, was a runner for a, a local team. Oh, is
0: that right? Yeah, yeah. But how cool is that? I, I always wonder,
1: though, because it, it's said here that um, uh,
0: Adam Trelaw, he, he is a, like a co-coach, a bit dubious, uh, but he also does the running for the uh, Noble Park under-12s. And I don't know if I've got a player that's just done double hammy, if I want him running messages out uh, to the players. And also, if I'm Noble Park under-12s, I don't want a guy who's just done a double hammy. Running my messages in, because yeah, he's going to, he's going to be going at his own pace. He's going to be going at you know seventy percent. He doesn't want to flat out get it. When you, you go, figure. get him on the ball. Yeah, he's sure. going to go gently jog out there and say, you know, mate, can you can you make your way to the ball?
1: So are we trying to find a way to work this positive into a negative?
0: What I'm saying is, I don't think he's up to it. Yeah. it this one of, the the article says one of the um, supporters from the other team yelled out, "Don't do another Hammy." Oh, really? He's going, mate, fuck off. I'm out here coaching under-12s team. But this is what I love. This shows the, the intelligence and the footy nows that uh, that Adam Trelaw has, which I think will make him end up as a, uh, a coach, coach at senior ranks. Yeah, he'll do the level four course within weeks. Uh, he says, uh, maybe the club's doing me a favour. It's so much fun. I watch them train and I have a great laugh. I watch them play on the weekend and I have a bigger laugh.
1: <laughs> what the fuck's he laughing at, it's mate? Not like that's meant to work, mate. You meant to be like happy, but like not like laughing happy, but like happy they're doing well. Yeah, he's just out there giggling away like a fucking fool. <laughs> All the work I've done during the week, and they're fucking it up so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking. Laughing. They're so shit.
0: Yeah, the kids are coming off crying. Trelaw's just fucking in hysterics. Go, mate, this is not how it's not how it's supposed to work. Oh, it's funny. We're gonna hit yeah. the... Hey, just just quickly, no, before we do hit the road, yeah. a huge announcement that the NAB AFL trade period is going to be closer to prime time.
1: Holy shit, man. What do you mean prime How time? How good is that?
0: Oh, you're an idiot.
1: What, 7pm? 8pm?
0: Well, what, what is the primest of prime time? The times? end date. Uh, promise yeah. of
1: prime time will be 8.30, I reckon.
0: Okay, so basically the deadline uh, used to be 2pm on the Friday during trade week, yeah. but now... Because the AFL and NAB have seen that there's so much interest in it now and they, they're going to put, like, they had I think they had a camera inside the room at Etihad Stadium where it all goes down. Oh, God. And obviously, you know, too many people were at work and they were just like, oh, I didn't get to tape it, I didn't get to see it. Now they're going to make it, say, 8 p.m. So you can sit at home and just go, oh, there's a fax coming through. Yeah, you can watch Savani run from
1: one end of the Etihad to the other.
0: Yeah, you could see someone just, like, openly holding up the bird gun. oh, fuck
1: off, we're not doing that trade.
0: Now you get the chance to, to watch that, so hopefully... Hey, it's uh, fucking
1: not worth that, can't <laughs> We are not giving you
0: that for fucking, for Mavwella. <laughs> so it's going to be live, so
1: it's going to be absolutely fantastic. That's cool, man. We look forward to that. Yeah. Not far uh, away, not I, far away, man. We're getting I, to the business I end. Don't know,
0: I don't know if we'd be able to do that, but I think that is worthy of a live
1: show. Cool, man. We're going to wrap it up here. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail. We're Junk Time Alpha Pod on Twitter and Facebook. we got the live show. Try booking. we got Bob Murphy and Andy Lee. Come along. Join us. It's going to be huge. And also, later in the week, they are
0: on their way. We've got some new merchandise coming out. Uh, new merch? Well, we're sticking with the stubby holders, but uh, they will be available, I would say, by Friday. They are in transit as we speak. Junktime.bigcartel.com. We've got two new stubby holders, one that says beer without notice and one that I think is going to move very well. It just says, I'm doing very well. (laughs) So check those out. They should be up by Friday, Uh, junktime.bigcartel.com.
1: We're going to hit the road. Go Hawks.
0: Go Giants.